Good evening. Good evening. So we last week talked, you know, it's like, we're sitting here talking in the show, if you remember last week, I mentioned it's appropriate to be in the show for the, for the, the nine days. Uh, but no, it's, it's going to get to be here again because the C program, no promises of the future. Um, but this topic, it's just like so, it, it sounds like a, you know, we have a cashier and it's very nice. We talk about a muna. But these are like dvarim shabareva shabareilam, which means things which are the highest things in the world. I mean, the, the, the most uh, important, profound ideas, belief in the resurrection of the dead, and tchiyas hamesim, we say it every day. It's a second bracha of Shmona Esrei. <laughs> it's, it's literally from the foundations of, of our faith, and the most important ideas we can do. Uh, and when you think about it, we just give it, we have a share. In our case, we were too slow last week, so we have two shares. Um, but this is super important stuff. It's, uh, you know, you, you, one could study about this for many weeks. Um, and so we're learning today, I, to say the least, um, it's funny, like, sometimes I give this type of share, like last week, and um whether it's the questions or a lot of people actually, I think it was in one week I was like downloads. I was probably the most I've ever had like straight. I'm not sure someone shared it. I think someone definitely did because it was like had a lot of hits. Um, but it's such a, it's like for people to they never thought about tchiyas and they never spoke about it. This is bracha their whole life. This is really important stuff. Um, this is what we call fundamentals of faith. Uh, and it's something that, if you haven't learned so far, it's, it's a, I'm happy we get to learn it today. So, it says uh, Revol, but we talked about last week. Last week we finished, besides living with a, a realization and understanding uh, of Tchiyas um but with an, with an idea that the body is an essential part of it, even though the body, at some level, is no comparison to the world to come. We quoted the Ramchal in Das Tfunas, which you remember that the Das Tfunis is the understanding heart, which is a, an advanced Derech Hashem, and the next level after Derech Hashem, after the way of God. Um, if you, what's, the, what's the book he wrote again? What's Rafael Moshe's book? I forgot what it's called. Not the way of God. No, no, no. He wrote a book. I wrote an introduction to this book. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's... He's a book on Derek Hashem, which was a very good book. I liked the introduction, but the whole book is very good. Um, oh, help me. But like, he did an amazing job of summarizing Derek Hashem Das Tfunos is, as I guess, like the next step. Um, one of the things he discusses is how we're supposed to take our physical body and, upli- uh, and um, uplift it. That's how we ended last week. Hari Tacha, says Revolba. This is very important. That the uh, in the purpose of the kavana in the way Hashem created the world is that our physical body is eternal. Right? That our physical body is eternal. Elizacha Adam Harishon had Adam not sinned. Hayakvar Chai. He would have lived forever in his body. And even though, it means when Adam was created, right, Adam was supposed to live, Adam was supposed to live forever. 
how was he supposed to live forever? In his body. He would have been in his body for, 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 uh, for, uh, forever. And, and when it was Nigzra Misa al Adam, Achakadosh Baruch Hu lo hishlam chas v'shalom so Adam sinned. He was now going to die. So Hashem didn't say, okay, you're going to die. You're going to decompose. What did Hashem do? He gave us a Torah. And Torah is the way we get Olam Haba. Right? If a person does not have a connection to Torah, by the way, the Talmud in Kesubah says a remarkable thing. Even if a Jew does all mitzvahs, if they don't have a connection to Torah and Torah study, they will not come alive for the resurrection of the dead. That's the, the, the do, which, which gets a person. So either a person has to be involved in supporting Torah, aiding Torah, abetting Torah, studying Torah, the actual Torah study. What's Torah called? What's another language we say it on Shabbos? We sing it. Don't sing it, because it'll be kolisha. Not only to me, but anyone who listens to this. I'll sing it for you. Uh, but don't don't throw rocks at me because I don't have a good voice. Right? The Torah is a tree of life. What does it mean, a tree of life? It's a tree of eternal life. If you do not have a connection to Torah, the Gemara says, you will not have resurrection of the dead. Period. Right? You can give, um, you know, do lots of mitzvahs. It has to have some connection to Torah at a certain point. Now, if you're doing Torah mitzvahs, usually you have a connection to Torah. You'll have pe- Torah scholars, you'll have poor people studying Torah, You'll study Torah yourself, whatever it is, but you need a connection to Torah. Torah is the tree of life. So Hashem, after the sin of Adam, Adam should have been forever, and he should have lived eternally. He, he sinned. He now had death, but Hashem gave the Torah via derech. Torah is a derech, it's a pathway to bring us to Adam Ba, for eternity. And how is that? Shall guf and neshama yachad. With a physical body and the neshama, hadvarim berurim, muvananim hated. It's clear and understood. Yesh b'Torah, Torah has a tzir, chai, mes alus havguf, could uplift the guf, ad kedei dargus nitzchias that we should live forever. Listen to this. What he says, an amazing thing. Shiras hayam that we say every day. Az yashir, we sang. At Yamsuf. It was after Kriyas Yamsuf. Nitarla Atzmenu. Think about the Jewish people when they crossed the Reed Sea. She ra'asa shifcha bayam. A simple maidservant. The, the, you know, a, a, the, the, a person who was not uh, necessarily learned, not necessarily on a high spiritual level before that. A shifcha bayam. She had prophecy. Something that Yechezkel was in all of the days of his life. Never saw Yechezkel. Anyone who looks, any of you learned ladies in the book of Yechezkel? You learned it? How does the book start? You remember? Okay. But you're happy you learned it. That's already, a, you're, a, you're ahead of the curve. But you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to you, I think he had a vision of something. Right, he had a vision of, he was taken to see the divine, the, the divine worlds. He went up to see like the divine throne at some level, whatever that means for right now. That means uh, the simplest lady had such a high spiritual level. She saw at that moment more than Yechezkel all of his life saw uh, at, at Yamsuf. Nichnasu b'soy chayam biyabasha. They went into the, to, into the, into the Reed Sea. Uh, and it was driving Yatsim and Akulam. Every single Jew 
cross the Reed Sea. Vahamitsrayim, Vimitsrim, Haraifim Achar. By the way, the Reed Sea is the Red Sea for those. I'm not, I don't I forget an E. They're actually look. The suf means read, right? So just in case anyone's listening to this, I don't know that. <laughs> suf means, it's really called, the Torah calls it the Reed Sea. In the contemporary modern day world, they call it the Red Sea. Okay. Why are they call it the Reed Sea? There's reeds there. Why are they call it the Red Sea? Has a red U. Okay. Uh, so the Mitzvim read from Akhra, and the Egyptians ran after them. Hayam Poilot Oisam, all 250 miracles. Ten basic miracles at the sea. They walked. It was dry. The mitzvah was, it was muddy. That came down as bricks. There were, there were fruit trees in the sea. Could get to pick fruits as they were going. There were twelve tunnels in the sea. Each shaver had their own shavit. It was clear. They saw each. I mean, all kinds of miracles. This is not like a normal sea, right? This, this, this doesn't happen. It was a tremendous giloy of, of Hashem, and the mitzvah was spit out. But as Amru Moshe after they crossed the Reed Sea. Moshe saying, Ashir Yachar and Komilyonai Bene Yisra. Millions of Jews sang Shira. But we Az Yash Yashir Moshe. Zekeli, right? This is our God. Shira Ra'u Beetzva. Like with a finger they were able to point to God. It was such a giloy. It was such a manifestation of God. Kaviyachal brother, he said, Mikamochbelas, and they say they were able to see God in the heavens. Hashem Yimloch, and at that moment they said, God will rule forever. They had such you know, can you imagine, people have to see God. This was a, a, a level of divine, inspir- you know, a, a, we can't even imagine what this is like. I mean, we can't even imagine. By the way, they had been slaves for 210 years at that point. They, 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 even with the Makas, it was much more manifold, manifest at the sea. I'm getting excited just to think about that. I'd like to be there myself, you know. Not because they see the miracles. Such a Giloy Hashem, you know. Such a such a revelation. Did anyone see? By the way, I I, I sent some people. It's this terrible thing. I don't know if you read it. I don't think anyone read it. I didn't want to scare you yesterday about the Holocaust. Some terrible, terrible thing. Someone sent me. I sent to some of the the anti-Semite Jews who like who are very motiv- motivated against anti-Semitism, or that's like they're so. But I, then I, I sent some of them afterwards. There is there is a um, and Aish actually had it. I sent them. Someone sent this to me. Of this lady who survived Auschwitz, 104 years old. Anyone see that? Isn't that amazing? So this lady told she went to Dab for all her great great grandchildren, great grandchildren, great great grandchildren. She asked them for all their names, and what they did is they surprised her and they met her at the coastal and had a picture of 400 people. Right? It was like an amazing. It's like an amazing thing to say. Like I would love to be to be there to see that moment. So I'll tell you what I sent to the anti semite people yesterday. It was so revolting. I, I literally. They, had, they found an album of Mengele, who was the person who did experiments on the Jews of Auschwitz, and the staff of Auschwitz. In the summer of 1944, they took like a weekend off. This was as over a half a million Hungarian Jews were killed. And they found the, the second in charge of Auschwitz's photograph album. So they just took, put this out a short while ago. So these pictures of them joking around, a sing-along, smiling and, you know, making funny faces. It was a summer they killed hundreds. Every day they had to call in extra stuff to ask. These are these, these monsters. Like, you see them laughing their heads off. It's like, it's so revolting. When you think of who these people, Mengele is a person who experimented on twins. You know, Butcher, he was the one who pointed right or left in Auschwitz. I'm like, 
this guy's leading a sing-along in the, that same summer of 44. It's like, and you look at their face, you see the double. Not much you see that. It's like, you see a Malik. That's what, if you're a Mitzrayim, you're experiencing, who knows, 210 years? What's going on in America 210 years ago? We were babies. What was going on? Bunch of, this was, was Spanish territory. The War of eighteen twelve wasn't was just was just fought. Who fought the War of eighteen twelve? You guys know this, right? Andrew Jackson, New Orleans, huh? What was one in New Zealand two hundred years ago? Uh, was who, who was there? The prisoners. <laughs> I am so glad. I'm so you're next to the prisoners. Yeah. You could have done the same thing in your family, no? In terms of gathering descendants. My wife's kid, my, my wife's family could do that much more, actually. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Um, it was amazing, but I, I would have loved to be at that coastal just to see that miracle. You know, I'm, honestly, when I saw that, I was like, "Wow, that is a miracle." And if I would be, like, I'm, as I'm saying, I'm excited. I would love to be there at Yam Suf, not to see the site, just to connect to Hashem and to see the Gili Hashem. And I'm getting excited thinking about that. If the people who were there, it was such a gula of Hashem. Like in our own life, you have certain moments in life where you feel God, right? Like one of the things, you know, if you really want to appreciate Tisha about, if you ever have a, a feel God, like if you would expand that times a million, you start to appreciate the base of Mikdash. Like you just feel Hashkacha in this world. Um, you feel a loss. Actually, talking about it, I, I didn't say this, I should have said this yesterday. I saw somebody, he wrote, that he lost his father 54 years ago. Now he's a grandfather, a great-grandfather, I think, a great-grandfather. He said, at every simcha, he still thinks of his father. As happy as he is, at every family event, he wishes his father is there. Like, that feeling, plus, 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 is the feeling that the base of English, we feel a loss. So imagine having this kind of divine inspiration, being there. How should they, they, they were slaves and they cross and they see the Mitzrayim dead after crossing Yamsuf. There's all kinds of miracles and the simplest maid servant seeing more of God as she crosses the Yamsuf than Yechazko saw his whole life. Right? And they sing Shira and they, and they sing this thought, song when they cross. In millions of people. Right? Mil, you already sing this song with millions of people. We go to the Siyamashas if you're smart. You'll go to the Siyamashas on January 1st. At, uh, at my life, I don't get commission. I'm telling you, it's it's uh, it's worth it to go. P- push your husbands to go. It, you'll have a hundred thousand people saying, "Hey, Shmei Rabba, you can't imagine what it's like. You can't imagine what it's like. So amazing to see that." And they point to God. And they have this thing. And they and they sang Shiro from the deepest levels. So he says, "Mi kamoicha be'elam Hashem, Hashem milochlavad, and the neshama v'seich lavadam." But you should know, it had to be the body and the neshama. Only the body and the neshama together could sing shira. Rakashe slavis makifa gam kolcha asagufe comes from the depths of the body. And when you sing shira, it's a soul and the body. It's a, it's a, in unison doing it. There's nothing like God. There's nothing more amazing than God. You get to accept God's divinity. And you have a taste of eternity. 
And you say God's forever. At that moment, you have such a crystal clear with your physical body. You can say God is forever. It's your body and your soul together doing it. It's, it's, it's in unison. Guf, um, a body and a soul that can do that, that can come to that recognition, that, that realization of Hashem, that gets tchis amazing. That's the resurrection day. Lo achinam. This is that's an amazing thing. The Gemara says, the Talmud says, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, Minayin, what's, a, what's one of the proofs that in the Bible, in the Torah itself, there's tchis amazing. There's no pasuk in the Torah says in the, in the prophets, right? Actually, I mentioned Yechezkel, Perak Lamed Zion of Yechezkel, which we read on Sukkis, talks about Yechezkel is already the resurrected of the dead. As a, as a, right, it talks about in his day there was a small resurrection a day, uh, a dead, and we read that on Sukkot because that's when in the future it's going to be resurrected. Why on Sukkot? You have to listen to my shir, my drasha on Sukkot three years ago. All right, listen to the tape. Uh, if you find it, please burn it because it was, it was chilol yomtiv. If someone taped that, uh, I spoke about on Sukkot. Uh, so, Minayi the Tchis, Rabbi says, What's our, our proof of Tchis Amesim in the Torah? Shemar Oz, what do we say? Listen, listen, listen. When we say Oz, what do we say? Yashir! In the future! We don't say, He sang. Oz Yashir! Moshe of Israel, it's a Shir Hazos. Sarlo Namar, they didn't say Moshe sang past tense. And Mrs. Rinderman listens to this every week. I know, I can see her nodding her head. Remember, it's like a dictator thing? She like nods her head every time I speak. She like so you cannot have this woman, right? You know she nods her head. It doesn't say Azar that they sang. It's Yosher to the future. Mikanatzkiyasem um, Mr. says from here you see that in the future Moshe will sing. This is one of the proofs of the Torah. Why is this proof come from here? Why is one of the proofs of Tzkiyasemesim in the future from here? Because Shira, the whole concept of Shira. Is the idea of the body and the soul, not not a sh- spiritual shira, not the, the, the vulgarity that they call music today. Shira, right? It's um, not like you ever see people do like the j- the jig, you know, like the mash. They look like a bunch of monkeys, you know, like you know, like uh, uh, you know, like they, they, something happened on them, you know. They, uh, I, you know, they, I, I was walking by. I was walking by uh, a certain place. All of a sudden, they put music, and there's these little kids, non-Jewish kids. Maybe I don't know what to say. Not little kids. It was also it was like this. I was like, "Oh my goodness gracious!" It wasn't the music. It was like buzz on the radio. I don't know what they were listening to. Fuzz. Like that's what they were listening to, and they were like, you know, like they got like 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 someone shocked them. That's not called. That's not shira. Shira is from the depths of the soul. A shira, like you know, shivchay kamayim libech. You pour your heart out. You neshama out. It's not your guff, you know. I, 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 people who listen to music, they have all kinds of vulgar ideas pumping through their heads, animalistic ideas. Shira is when your soul is motivated. I'm not talking about love songs, right? We think about love or fi- fake love or lust, whatever you want to call it, uh, or, you know, party hardy. Um, shira, it means soul, where you connect to, you connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That Shira, is the it represents the ultimate of the physical and the spiritual connecting that needs a physical body for Tchias Mason. Tchias Mason, when you think about resurrection of the dead, is a musog 
It's very hard to imagine. Listen to this. What Tchias Hamesim is. Dailan, when you really think about it, when you're facing with death, it's hard enough to, to when you're living in the physical world and you think you're forever young um, that you're going to die one day. Everyone, nobody, nobody who's healthy thinks about death. Right? Really healthy people, and healthy I mean physically and mentally healthy, <laughs> there are people who are, who are, who are anxious people who are always worried about that. But a person who's balanced we do not think about death, which means maybe think about think about death. It doesn't really impact your life. You don't really when we're making decisions, it doesn't impact our life. We don't think, you know, this could be the last day I'm living, let me take advantage to be nice to a person. If God forbid a person who were dying tomorrow, they would take pressure easily. They'd be nicer to people, they more be more they would they would pray more, they would take more advantage, they would, they would not waste their time on on stupidity. Uh, you know, they would, if you live with that reality, we don't, most people, it's hard enough to imagine that. Right? To think to ourselves, you know, actually, I think, I think this week, I know next week, last year, Smardar Learner, she sponsored, because she always, Elul, she, like, she always did it, like, you know, she had like, she was like, and she was always like, I had such an appreciation of nature. Like, you know what I'm talking about? It's like, uh, um, it was, uh, yeah. People to understand what, 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 what life is. I always think about her by circus because she was always in a kesha at circus. She was always thankful, you know, for that, for that, uh, for life. think about her every week when we say to Helen because we dedicated one just to her. Yeah. Um, that our, our soul is going to be forever, right? It means when you're living in life, you're thinking about your soul. I mentioned a few weeks ago, some teenager asked me about Gaisha music. Is it forbidden? Why not? Well, the answer is, you, do you want to sully your soul? Don't, don't ask me if it's okay or not okay. Halakhli, what are you doing to your neshama? Right. I'd say I said the following thing. A guy asked me, can I look at other women? Let's say it's not forbidden the Torah. It is forbidden, ladies. But let's say it's not. Do you think it's good for your marriage? <laughs> right. Do you think you're, you're helping your, your soul when you, when, you, when you contaminate it? If you understand that our neshama is forever, forever, you know, I got my wife in trouble. Okay, I'll get in trouble. So, you know, I was walking, I was walking with my wife, she's walking me to shul, I talk, talk, the only I can have a conversation with, with school being out, to so get out of my house, my kids are everywhere, Baruch Hashem, there's like not one corner I can have a, a one minute conversation until like 1am. Uh, it's like, it's crazy. So I said, my wife was walking me out, and, you know, there's something, uh, a sight she didn't. I'm not gonna get. I don't wanna get in that much trouble. Was, she she made me walk another way. Not for me. For her. She didn't want to see something. I'm like what in the world is a big deal to walk by this thing? It's like I had to go on a whole U-turn with her because she didn't want to walk by this thing. But you know what? After my initial annoyance, I didn't say anything. But I was like, you know, why do I have to go? Oh, it bothers me. Fine. But you know what? She's much more careful than I. She, to her, like to me, it was. It's not for sure. It's not forbidden. 
It's not even an usher, but if it bothers your neshama, if it's not good for you, don't do it. Your, your soul is forever. You know, life is short. Your soul is eternal. <laughs> Something is bad for you. Like, if you go to a vacation or you're around people that are bad for you, there are times in life we don't have choices and we have to make the best of it, but we have things that we choose. Somebody asked me, following question, could you eat in a certain place? You could eat there. Should you eat there? Should you eat there? Right? So, so you know, people give me the lead on... You know, you know in, in law, there's lead on questions. Huh? There, are certain, there, are, there are certain laws, questions in court you can or can't do. You can't ask certain questions which lead to the answer, right? You have to... In certain cases, we're not, we're not learning civil procedure right now. Uh, and I forgot a lot of it. Broke <laughs> There's something called lead on question. So there's different things. In civil law and in criminal law, fine. You know, I get lead on questions all the time. Rabbi, can I do this? You could do this. They don't ask me, should you do this? Because should is usually a much more important question. It's usually a much more... Now, I, I, I take that back. If it's mamish usher, then can is more important. But they usually know it, they can. They don't. They they want they want to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like somebody asks me, "Can I leave for Shabbos? Where are you going? I'm going to Yosemite." Is it usher? Oh, it's usher. But should you do that? In rare occasions, maybe. Is it good for your neshama? Certainly for men. I would argue no. Almost in all occasions. If your marriage needs it, I don't miss Minion, Kriya Torah, studying Torah. I don't think it's a good idea for 99.9% of the cases for men. Uh, can I tell you it's usher? I can't tell you it's usher. And there's, but if, if it needs it, there are times people need it. I'm not, I'm not, but I'm saying, they're not even asking that question. They want to go. <laughs> so, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a prison warden. I'm not going to lock people up. You can do whatever you want. You know? I'm a, actually I'm a little bit of a prison warden. I'm doing better than, <laughs> better than New York prisons with Epstein, right? But, but I'm, I'm serious. It's, it's in why people, I'm not a babysitter, no, no one is in people's computers and what they do and what they do at night and, they, and, they, and who they hang out with. And the question is, it, could you do it? Should you do it? You live differently when you think you're in a shamas forever. You know, you talk to different people. You talk differently like that. It's hard enough to live with that reality that you're, you'll die one day and that, you know, your, 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 your neshama is what's going to be eternal. That's already, for most people, they're thinking about the amount of questions they get about meat or, or showering the nine days. You would think that, you know, I get more questions about that than I get about much more practical things day in, day out. <laughs> you know, because they're physical questions. Can I eat meat? Can I shower? Clothes. I can tell you so many halachas, which are everyday halachas, nobody ever asks me. Ever. And they know these halachas exist, by the way. Um, so when you think of it, that's the first thing to think that you die. Most people don't even think about that. Before, before resurrection, then, most people aren't even thinking about death. They're thinking about life. And they're not thinking about eternal life, they're thinking about physical life. Gashmias. You know, is it, can I do this? You know, uh, I, I get lead on questions all the time. I'm just, I, and again, I, I, it depends on the person. Just answer the question. I'm not gonna, I'm like, you know, once in a while I'll be a kamikaze, a little bit of a spiritual terrorist, and I say, well, why don't you ask? Could you, should you do this? 
you know, most people don't want to hear it. So I'll wait for my drasha and I'll say it, and they can take it or leave it, you know, or this class for the ladies or for anyone else. But but most people, we don't, we, I include myself, we don't want to hear, should we do this? We want to hear, could we do this? Um, so when you, it takes enough emunah to think about that a neshama is forever ruchnim, and that's really what's forever. When you think about that your that your physical body will decompose. You know, most people don't want to think about worms being in their eyes today, or maggots, or being in the dirt. You know, most people don't think, ever think about that unless they're weird, right? Uh, but once in a while, it's healthy to think of to think what? Fascinating. It's fascinating. You're special. I'm not going to tell say. Yeah. Uh, right. right. But most people don't think about it. And if they do, it makes them nervous or anxious, you know, or they want to hear it, uh, or it's morbid. But really, it's, it's, it's all of our fate. Um, and so they don't want to think about that. You know, you're putting so much time into this. Is that for what? It's not forever. It's not. It's, it's a moment of pleasure. It's, it, you know, your body is, is temporary in the scheme of eternity. I don't think of those terms. Even if you come to grips with what, what death really means, finality of death at least until until That means if you're when I see these bodybuilders, you know, sit there. You know, like I don't, I don't embarrass anyone to this. You know, Rick my jacket over here. These people are mishugayim. The amount of time to get this six pack. You know, they put into their life how many hours a day and what they, everything they do. Yeah, I mean, some people need for their careers, whatever they're doing, but people sit there and they look, they go like this. For those who are listening, I'm showing some, the biceps, the forceps, you know. Even women. <laughs> uh, women. For, yeah, I, I, I remember, I remember, <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> you know what it is. Yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, you know, I, I still I think I once I think I said this a few years ago. I was once in a library. I think once when I was a teenager, this is before the internet and before everything. You can look up things. I was doing a research paper with a fellow classmate of myself I'm in the library. This was like in the eons ago. Where there's no Wikipedia, no internet. You can look. At, I started to get my white hairs now already. My daughter just told me my you know a little bit. So this guy was next to us. I'm still researching. I don't know. Um, I think that I was doing a book a report of the Three Musketeers. Dumas, that started my French love. Uh, so uh, the guy next to me was researching weightlifting, like for like hours. I'm like doing this for school, and he's doing weightlifting. So I said to him, like, why are you reading about it? Because this is like what life is. Life to make like I was telling him, I'm like to myself, then, this is ridiculous. I like basketball then. I'm just reading basketball books for hours. But like this guy was the essence of life. And like there, there are people put. I don't think wrong being healthy, and if it makes you happy, theory is nothing wrong with weightlifting. Even, but think about it. By your fifty, you start atrophying, and you're, it's, it doesn't last with you. People spend hours a day. I'm talking about working people. I'm not talking about people who are, uh, you know, models for I don't know whatever. So I mean, working people like that's what you're going to invest your time into. That's going to be decayed. So even if you come to grips with that, there are ladies. Actually, I saw a girl the other day come to show. Well-meaning, she was by the show, right by the mirror, by the sink. We wash her hands. Taking her, I mean, she was smiling at herself, like making her hair, 
Is that what girls do, by the way? Not these ones, right? Not these girls. Not these girls. Uh, it wasn't my daughter either. I think they do that once in a while as well. Uh, but like, when you think about it, and, and again, I'm not, I, don't, I don't mean to be petty about this, but you, your hair or your nails, oh, I've heard ladies over the years, I broke a nail, or this, or I can't believe this, you know. When you, when you get married and you're from, you don't have nails, but, uh, you know, but the point is, is at, at the end of the day, you break a nail. How about if a woman doesn't say brachat kavana? That I didn't say brachat kavana. Like when you really, that should be a, like, you know. Or oh my goodness, instead of smiling in the mirror, wow, how did I? How are my brachas today? I mean, that would be amazing. You know, how is my shmona esrei? Instead of reading books about you know, you know about recipe books, I mean, we we read books about brachas. I, I'm not. All these things are, are are fine in and of itself. Where our heart and our head is, you ladies are holy ladies. You're coming Monday night to hear this, but all of us. I mean, so when you come with the idea that the soul is forever and death is permanent, and you know, the physical body will decompose, and it, it, as much as it's important to be healthy and take care of it, it's not the main the main game. That's gone. Was the fact that the physical body decomposes to remind us it's not the point. It's not what we're there for. It's not the, the it, it doesn't, it's not the main thing. Um, when you think of that, so then what happens is, a person thinks that when they die, there'll only be a soul. If you already get to that level, which most people don't think about it, but then you start thinking, okay, it's only the soul then. And therefore, at this point, God says, says, Right, you should know, by the way, that your your body. If you once you get to the point where the body is not the main thing and the soul is eternal, now you need to know your body is eternal. Also, it means the first step is. Let me give you that face for. It's a build up because the body is eternal, but what, what, what the. No, you have to think about how the body is a receptacle for the soul. That what we're, what we're headed to. Is you know why the bottle is eternal? If you if you if you eat Starbucks, oh, you don't eat Starbucks. You drink kosher Starbucks, chalavi milk all day long. Right? Where do you find one? Tell me, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, I really want. Uh, I'd say a brachal kavana. You know, if you drink Starbucks without which which is chalavi you don't you know you don't say a brachal. And all you do is eat and drink all day. You, your body is not eternal. But when you do Torah mitzvahs, your body is eternal. And then it means the body without Torah mitzvahs is a shell, which will decompose. But once you connect it to Torah mitzvahs, you need to know that your body is eternal. Once you come to the first realization, then you can look at the body being eternal. That, that idea of shiro that we mentioned before. Listen to a Pasuk in Shmuel. First of all, God tells Moshe in the last, in one of his last speeches to Klai Yisrael, I'm God, there's nothing besides me. Ani emes. Listen to the verse of Pasuk. I, this is the, at the end of the fifth aliyah. I kill, God says, and I bring to life. Which means, just like God kills, that same person will, will, be, will come to life. The physical, it'll be physical, you, a person in the physical body will come to life. Shmuel says, Hashem memis 
It's not life and death, it's death and life. In other words, it's death than life. Murid Shaol, Shmuel says, you will go down to H-E-L-L, the Yal, and come out. And you, the, the, there will be life. Yichyu ma'isecha nevelecha yukumun, hakit sirona shachni afar, kital oiros talacha, there will be this dew of life. There will be a physical, the physical body will come alive as well. Well, well. Also, Yechazkach, Yechaz is the 36th perfect, so, V'yomer lo ben Adam, Ha'techayanu atzamas ha'elah, You want to give life to these bones, V'yomer Hashem lo'kim atzi adata, V'yomer lo'ya navi, Atzamas ha'elah, These dry bones, Lo'kim atzamas ha'elah, These dry bones, Shimu dvar Hashem, Hear the word of God, That God will bring you to life. Uh, also, Daniel says, this is, a, this is one of the most important psukim of Tchiyas HaMesim, the Rajak Shadad, it's the 12th parak of Daniel, second pasuk. The rabbim miyishne admas afriya kitsu. Many of those who, who, who live in the dirt of the ground, who are dead, will come alive. Some will get for oilam haba to be rewarded, some to be punished at the end of the time. This verse, by the way, I went to ladies. I was inspired by this kiddush this week. This Pasuk actually is, if you merit the masses, if you help masses, especially if you give big people more religious or help them, you know, that the main reward for those who help the masses, those who cause the masses to do merits, it will be when Tchiyas Mason happens, if you live beyond yourself, you will be eternally requited. That when you're Matstiki Asarabim, yeah, the, the, the reward is tremendous. By the way, just in a, pat, in a thought, you know, the Chovas Lavavas, in the end of the book, when he's talking about levels of Olam Haba, he mentions that if you really want Olam Haba, Tchiyasamesim, Resurrection of the Dead, you will help others to Torah Mitzvah. The greatest thing you can do. He says, imagine the following. Let's say you perfect yourself. You have a 0 to 100. Right? You get a 98. You got close to 100. But another guy gets an 82. But he helps a 40 come to a 65, and a 65 come to a 73, another 73 come to an 81, and 81 come to an 86. He's not just the 85. He's all of that. He gets all of that merit. Right? The more you affect Kalal Yisrael, you help the Jewish people, you are, that is the Matstiki Harab, you have much more merit so it's not just you. If you help a, a Jew to Torah, if you make someone happy, like let's look at the Shabbos. He's Bachram, and he had this, the, the the other boys that were here. I mean, imagine that. Then he was you were there at your table Friday night. It was amazing. I heard it was very nice. But even the boys who came from a weaker background, they gained from it, right? Right. So you think about that merit. You know, we don't know the seeds. Uh, that's it. We don't. You know, the, the truth is, I I I heard someone. Uh, well, I won't say on tape. Was talking about. Uh, she said, like at one point, she told somebody um, that this is an amazing thing. And the other person said to her, uh, you never know what your true legacy is. And that's a true statement. Right? You never know what your real legacy is. The more you do, like you help a person, you, you, you meet someone, you smile at a person, you help the person's self-esteem, who knows what a person, where they are. You don't know what, what, what a person's make or break or who you turn on. Like, the more you help people, the more merit you have. But says Daniel, Harbe, many of those who are dead will come up. 
some to judgment for good or some for, for the bad, but they will be resurrected. Al Pela Zeh, on this Pela, the Lord of Allah says, Kavu Anche Knesset the men of the Great Assembly. Who is that? Mordechai from the Purim story, Daniel, Hanani, Mishal, Azari, Ezra, right? We see the people who made Shmona Asrei. It said, Mi Kamoicha Ba'il, we said, Second Bracha Shmona Asrei. The Bracha Shniya, Mi Kamoicha Ba'il Gevuros, who is like you, Hashem? Mi Doi Melach, who is like you, Melech Memes Umechaye, a king who causes death and brings life. Matzmiach Yeshua, you bring eternal redemption. But Birchas said it's the Shabbos, and on Shabbos we say this also. There's no one like you, our, our, our Redeemer, Letzchias Hamesim, who resurrects the dead for life. Actually, Daniel is on Whatever. Unfortunately, many of you have been, have been to a funeral with me, and you know. That if I get there, sometimes I do it publicly, sometimes I do it with the first people that are there. What's the first thing I'll do if I haven't been to a cemetery in 30 days? Say I say a brook and I usually pass it around, right? With my book and pass it around. Oh, you also do it? Yes, before you get there. Oh, good for you. Okay, good. So there's a bracha if you have not been in the cemetery uh, for 30 days. What, do we, what is that bracha that we say at the cemetery? What's the bracha? Asher Yatzer Eschem Bedin. That that, that created you with din, with judgment, and fed you and sustained you with din. We're in a cemetery now, right? And you died at the point of judgment. And he knows all of your things within. And the future will give you life. You're going to come up for din in the future. There's a resurrection in your body. It has to, not your soul. Your body is going to come back. Everyone's going to die from Adam to all generations. Everything's bedin. When we die, he takes our soul. And when he gives us life, he, oh, Oh, so he puts back in our physical body life. Now, I'm not going into right now what Tchiesa Mason is. Are you 36 when you get Tchiesa Mason? Are you 47? Are you 12? If you're in a car accident, you know, these are all questions. It's not, it's not the point today. Um, good questions, but not really our point. Uh, but you come back to your, to your physical body. Uh, when, our, when our physical body is in the ground, what happens is it takes away any of the imperfections that was done in our life. So because when your body comes back, it's going to be eternal. And that's why we, the Prophet said, and what we say, Ne'mon, God is a Ne'mon, trusted. To resurrect the dead. It's challenging. It's a pelagodol that Hashem gives us for that reason seasons. If you see a tree in the winter, what's a tree? Dead. There are no leaves, no chlorophyll going up. Huh? And what's the, what does Daniel call the people on the ground? 
sleeping in the ground. Thank you. Yishne Afar. Right? It's it's all the evasion looks there's there's no thing. All of a sudden it comes back to life. Right? It, it, it comes back. That is how the dead are in the ground. Yishne, they're sleeping in the ground. And it looks dead. When you look through the tree, it looks dead. There's no leaves. There's nothing there. Look at the body, you see bones. No flesh. But the, the, the body is sleeping. The neshama comes back. And the body, just like the, the tree looks dead, and it comes back, the guf will come back. Chanita Zapiris, Right? And if you understand how that goes, you understand that the, the physical, what you look so confused about. I'm just thinking. Thank you. Okay. Good for you. One question was, it says many will be resurrected. Yes. So what happens to some, who's the ones that aren't coming back? So, um, it's a discussion. Uh, it's not really, it's not, assume that, assume that in general, most people come back. One of the things, by the way, this is very serious. If a person purposely cremates themselves, um, that that's if you can ever stop somebody from cremating, uh, the cremation is a denial of resurrection of the dead. Um, I, I, it is such a terrible thing. We're not talking about people in Auschwitz who, or who didn't have a choice, uh, but people purposely cremate is one of the worst things you could do eternally. Um, what muck, people don't know, though. Yeah, it's not for now. The point, yeah, it's a discussion. Uh, not so. It's not simple. Let's put it that way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What do we say? Also, if you want to practice this, if you want to think about the resurrection of the dead, We say in the morning, right? Early in the morning, right? First brachas. God, you created and the bracha of atigibor. That bracha which is the second bracha of the day for most people, and the bracha of Atigibor, which is in Shemoneseh, it's the Haskel, Bebirchas Atigibor, Kimuvaras Yosar, start working, when you say Atigibor, the second bracha of Shemoneseh, and Mechayim Esim, think about what you're saying, you know, you say this thing, this miracle, think about what that really means, you know, as I started tonight, I said, when you say this shir, it sounds like you walk in, you walk out, I walk in, walk out, you go home, you have dinner, you go to sleep, yeah, this is what the essence, the foundations of the entire world, <laughs> right? You know, this is what the life, eternal life, is all about. That are, that we come back physically, and we make a, the, the, we should be impacted. So think about when you say mechayim esim every day. What in the world does that mean, right? What the significance of that? Right? You you know, the difference of thought in this and just you know being dense. It, 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 the chasm is, is untold. Right? You could say Mechai Mason your whole life and never think about that for one second. Right? You can never think about, oh, and Mechai Mason, like, what that world does that mean? Like, God, you're so unbelievable, Mechai Mason. You can say that bracha even in the cemetery if you're one of the few people who know to say that bracha and never think in the, for one second in the world that bracha actually means. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Well, yeah. Thought is the, you, the visualization of it, right? Yeah, thank you. So, the, the first step of perception or visualization is thought. Then you can, you can lead to that, but that's, that's the goal. Um, so, when he says mislamdus, that means exactly what you said to, to perceive and to visualize and to inculcate. Um, say the bracha, when you say mechaim mace in the morning, think what you're saying. 
you know, when you praise God, how, what does that mean for me and you? And if you do that for a while, you'll have your own fruit. It will, it will impact you. What, you know, how you live in this world, how you live spiritually. When you look at your body, it's going to be eternal, what you do with your body and how you treat your body, not just physically, but spiritually. Uh, and then you think about after you work on the Gibor, the second Baruch which is he gave me a pure soul. <laughs> he gave me a pure soul. The soul's in a body. Uh, use it correctly. You know, we're talking about amuno. That we're learning vadim about amuno, about belief in these things. It's not just when we're talking about belief. We're not talking belief. We're talking about living with that belief. I, and you know, as you, it, uh, this thing of tchias hamesim, it's an amazing thing. It's it's not just an amazing thing. We say it's one of thirteen principles of faith, and it's the second bracha of Shmuel Esrei. Yeah, it's like crazy. Have one class. Some people I never had a class in their life on this, and they're religious Jews. You know, so uh, my feeling is, you know, it's we're, we're about to start El. You want to take something on for the next few weeks. Say Mechayim Mason with Kavana. Think about what it means. Okay.